What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 48 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about the Indian markets and how they moved and uh, some of the important indices which is Bank Nifty and Nifty and the underlying stocks. So let's get started. Of course today was just the day before the weekly expiry so uh, you know and it was not as volatile as one may think it was actually pretty range bound so without any further ado let's get into this episode all right so starting off with nifty and uh, in yesterday's episode i had mentioned that i'm neither bullish nor am i bearish on nifty our bank nifty also for that matter and looks like the markets did listen to my episode my podcast because they were neither bullish nor were they bearish particularly either so you know we saw uh, pretty flat closes uh, nifty closing plus 15.75 points managed to regain its 600 uh, level so it's it's closing at 11604 just above you know 600 and uh, you know it's is definitely that that itself is definitely a good sign it shows that uh, it's more comfortable at that 600 level now which is good so from that 11300 400 level looks like it's beginning to accommodate itself at 500 600 which is great news <clears throat> now uh, as far as tomorrow is concerned uh, it is of course a weekly expiry so i'm going to talk more about that uh, towards the end of this episode and uh, this episode is going to be a bit shorter because based on the feedback that i've gotten you know uh, 40 minutes can become a bit of a stretch for some people so i've tried to cut down on you know certain aspects and this will hopefully be a shorter one of course i don't know how long it'll be but uh, let's hope it's between 20 25 minutes so i mean that's honestly pretty much it as far as nifty is concerned uh where it's at right now it uh you know it's 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 sort of flat compared to yesterday so it hasn't followed its higher high higher low uh, sort of trajectory but i honestly don't think that it should be a hindrance to it in the past we have seen that that m pattern does complete at times so if if that m pattern does want to complete we should see a negative move soon possibly to you know those 11300 levels again and that is if you know it wants to complete the m pattern if not it can just continue increasing um if it actually does increase if it does continue increasing uh, we could see levels of around 11694 to 11770 and that's because you know those are two pretty important uh, resistance levels as far as uh, the general trend is concerned you know change in polarity and gaps so there is that and uh, you know if it does go down we've got supports pretty much from 450 to around 520 550 so it's one is at 453 which is a fib level the other one is at 500 of course which is a psychological level also it is one of the previous support zones or rather one of the previous resistance zones and uh, the next one is at 520 or so so you know plenty of supports if it does go down so it's it's sort of covered either way uh, and that's nifty yeah i mean that's pretty much it now we can jump on into nifty's stocks all right so nifty's gainers the pack is led by hcl tech closing at 1095 up 2.88% and uh, some very very clean support yesterday from that 200 ma line 
day before yesterday it was on the trend line and uh, we've seen a very very clean jump it actually led to a massive gap up today and it surpassed that 20 ma resistance with ease it also surpassed that uh, change in polarity level which acted as a support now it did face some pretty stiff resistance uh, from one of the previous uh, you know change in polarity so that's where the high got stuck at 11000 and 1103 not 11003 and of course 1100 is going to be a psychological level also where it's at it does not look like it's in some severe resistance however we might see some profit booking happening um so that that's hcl tech uh, my view on it you know I, i'd honestly rather react to the prices rather than giving a solid view right now but if we do see some profit booking then of course it might go a bit on the lower side however you know the overall trend seems positive for hcl tech the next gainer for the day is 2.71 percent up closing at 20,521 aisha motors uh, we can see that there was some pretty 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 strong support from yesterday's low and yesterday's close and uh, the resistance was provided by yesterday's high and uh, the high of 17 september so those were some important levels for aisha motors today and uh, you know that 200 ma support was very very strong now where it's at it it does have a fair bit of resistance where it's at right now so you know profit booking not quite short because this move was not that great it was actually a recovery not a rally and uh, you know it might just sort of correct back down to its 8 ma because that's what we've seen happen in the past also uh, the 8 ma is also above its 200 ma now so nothing to worry about as such and uh, yeah that's pretty much it as far as the uh, as far as nifty's gainers are concerned yes i have cut this segment short because i ended up uh, talking for like 20 minutes on just these stocks and that becomes a bit of a stretch uh, the next so now we're going to come to nifty's losers and the very first loser is Adani Ports, down 5.86%, closing at 396.1. Yes, it's down from that 400 level. And we can see that it faced some very, very strong resistance at that 400 level because it was the swing high and a previous swing high and a previous swing high and a previous consolidation. So that's where we saw resistance happening. We also saw a spinning top yesterday, which would have been ideally a hint that, you know, hey, I might just go down and go down it did now it is at its support level from uh, 7th October's change in polarity so that's also spinning top so hopefully it actually gives it some much needed support it's currently below all its moving averages so that is not ideal but you know it does have a few support so let's see if it actually is able to fill in that gap that was created on 23rd September or is it able to sustain at the level where it's at because you know the day's low was uh, 395 and uh, you know it was just 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 above 23rd september's open so you know there was some m minute attempted gap filling happening which was very quickly you know the plan of gap filling was very quickly foiled so that's my reading on Adani ports. If we are able to see some stronger sentiment tomorrow, some stronger positive sentiment tomorrow, then that gap will remain as it is, or we might just see that gap being filled in completely. The next loser for the day is Bharti Airtel, down 3.68%, closing at 360.35.
and uh, we can see i had mentioned yesterday that you know 378 has been a very important level for airtel it's now at 360 and the reason for that is because it i believe it opened below uh it opened below 378 if i can just check uh yes it did it it, it opened below 378 so of course you know that is going to pose as a resistance and pose as a resistance it did if we look at the high for the day it was 378 so very clearly uh, you know that 378 level is extremely important for bharti airtel where it stands right now it's just above 50 ma it's it's sort of below 20 ma but honestly not really something to worry about if it does continue that up down up down cycle then we are looking at levels of around 340 or so and that's something i'd mentioned yesterday also uh, but you know it's got plenty of supports along the way so it, ideally it won't be a spike down uh, this could have also been uh, related to the uh, to the you know payment of the spectrum charges to tri if i'm not wrong so that could have also been a reason for why bharti airtel went down and that's it for nifty 50s losers also now we can jump on into bank nifty all right coming to bank nifty we're seeing two dojis back to back and that actually shows just how indecisive the market was yesterday and today and uh, you know that that sort of leads me to believe that we might see some extra volatility tomorrow on the weekly expiry uh, now yesterday's levels yesterday's high yesterday's uh, open yesterday's close yesterday's low were all very important today because we can see that uh, clearly yesterday's uh, you know yesterday's open gave today's uh, today's close some support yesterday's high gave today's high some resistance and yesterday's low gave today's low some support so you know those yesterday's levels were super important now where it's at right now there's a gap at approximately 679 so 29,679 the day's high was 29,643 so not too far away there's a big big gap that's there on the upside of course so if it does fill in that gap we we should be seeing levels of 29,870 however you know uh, as i've already as i've always said bank nifty depends a lot on the underlying stocks because during the day it was quite uh, lively it, it actually was plus 400 at one point if i remember correctly but after that it just tanked and it tanked hard possibly because of rbl bank and access bank but we'll come to that later access bank results were bad rbl bank was bad as a you know bad trading day for rbl bank and i believe results were also there for the bank so that's possibly why we saw such a big correction happening on bank nifty otherwise we should have ideally seen uh, you know a positive move uh, on by bank nifty but that was not the case today so you know if, if you're going to ask me whether i'm long or short tomorrow the answer is going to be i'm going to see tomorrow's prices and then i'm going to decide because where it stands right now it's very indecisive you know two dojis back to back can either say that a big sort of fall is coming a big reversal is coming or it can say that the trend is going to be back even stronger than before and uh, the trend right now is an uptrend so if it's an uptrend well and good if it's a downtrend you know it's time to either short bank nifty get puts or whatever you want to do uh, if you're wondering what puts are uh, do not bother because i'm purposely not getting into options a lot in this podcast because a lot of beginners are listening to it also from what i hear uh, no pun intended so i'm sort of steering clear of options yet when i do upload you know tutorials and when i do upload 
informational videos on instagram related to options i will mention options more frequently in this podcast but for now uh, we're only going to stick to equity uh, as much as possible and yeah that's pretty much it as far as bank nifty is concerned again quite indecisive and uh, today was very range bound for nifty and bank nifty both so uh quite decisive in a way you could have actually you know bought at supports and sold at resistances very easily without really worrying about it because they were respected very very well so yeah that's pretty much it as far as bank nifty is concerned and let us move on to bank nifty's stocks now all right the gainer for bank nifty today bank of baroda unexpected uh in my opinion and it was 2.55% up closing at 92.45 and uh, you know where it stands right now 20 ma support very clearly instead of 20 ma resistance which was there yesterday and it now has 8 ma support or rather it had 8 ma support yesterday which is why it actually was able to breach that uh, you know breach that 20 ma resistance and where it's at right now i can see that it's sort of increasing it's sort of rising from that uh, consolidation almost and if it can breach that uh, you know 95 96 level and if it can sustain above 100 then i feel that bank of baroda might be a great pick uh because it's actually trading at quite a discount from where it was uh you know in the past it's seen some 2 to 220 levels also in the past so great stock by the looks of it um again it has to sustain those levels above 95 and above 100 to really qualify for a bullish view for me uh, the next gainer for the day is going to be sbi and it was up 1.83% closing at 275.45 and where it's at right now clear 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 50 ma resistance and uh, the doji yesterday did not actually lead to a turn back it actually helped uh, open and then took support from 20 ma which was just below the doji and now it is uh, you know sort of sandwiched between 50 ma and 20 ma so the rsi is pretty strong so momentum should not ideally be an issue and uh, you know if you know the news is right if the market sentiment is right if the other banking uh, banking stocks are fine then we should ideally see it breach that 50 ma level soon another important point and one that i talked about yesterday also in yesterday's episode that is is that it should soon uh, sort of face resistance either or cross that trend line that lower trend line of the uptrend if you remember that thing and where it's at right now it is just above that trend line so hopefully that trend line actually gives it some support and we can see some strong moves from sbi and that's pretty much it as far as uh, the gainers are concerned now for bank nifty losers we've got rbl bank leading the pack of course down 9.69% crazy a fall for rbl bank 259.15 closing and uh, you know where it's at right now it's at a previous support if we can see that it it fell quite a bit uh, during the day uh, much much more than the 9.69% that it's showing right now uh, in fact the day's low was 230 but it has a very 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 strong support at 241 and at 255 or so so it was able to sustain that level which is a great thing in my opinion and shows that you know support at lower levels shows that the market is uh, you know price market feels that though these those levels were very underpriced for rbl bank and now it's sort of correcting it we're seeing a massive gap that's happened from approximately 280 290 levels to now 250 260 levels so hopefully we see that gap being filled in 
ASAP because RBL Bank as a bank, if I remember correctly, and I haven't looked at the results, uh, but does not look as bad as the others. So if the results are bad, please, please pretend I never said that. If the results are good, then, you know, the markets should reflect that ASAP. The next loser for the day is Yes Bank. Sad to see it on this list, but it still maintained that 50 level at uh, closing at 51.2, down 1.16%. And 50MA resistance, very clear. I'd mentioned it yesterday that, you know, it's it's been quite some time since it's traded uh, above that 50MA level. And it should be facing some very, very st- stiff resistance from that 50MA level. And... Um, in order to breach that level, it, it has to, you know, close above 58. So clearly, it's that's more than 10%. So we should hopefully be seeing it happening in the coming week because, you know, it's unlikely that we see something like that happening in this week itself. Overall, though, uh, news, um, news events and fundamental issues being sorted out, Yes Bank looks like a very good uh, pick. Because it's holding on to that uh, 50 level very, very dearly. We can see that the low for the day was 49.2 and it still managed to close above 50. So definitely very strong support at 50 from what it looks like. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it as far as uh, Bank Nifty's losers are concerned. Now I'm going to talk about tomorrow's weekly expiry and how I'm going to be trading tomorrow. Alright, so tomorrow's of course a weekly expiry, 24th October. And since today was quite range-bound, quite flat also, I mean, you know, 15-point positive for Nifty is next to nothing, I feel. I'm expecting quite a volatile day unless, you know, something that happened three weeks ago uh, where Thursday, uh, where Wednesday, Thursday were both flat. Friday was the one where we actually saw some big moves happening. So unless that happens, we should see some very, very interesting moves happening tomorrow, volatile market uh, quite possibly considering that I'm refraining from giving a long or short view because you know it, it does not make sense me just saying that hey you know tomorrow I'm going long without actually seeing how the market opens because a lot can happen overnight uh, you know the the global markets are still on I'm assuming uh, you know SGX nifty and all those will have an impact on nifty also which is something that has happened in the past and you know in general it's always better to react to the prices rather than be extremely rigid uh in fact you know today if you were completely long during uh let's say you were completely long on bank nifty you would have made some pretty decent gains but after about 230 you would have lost pretty much most of them so you know if whereas if you were flexible you would have either bought it at a lower price sold it because uh, you know the resistances were approaching and then so uh, and then you know possibly went short bank nifty uh, you know squared off at that support bought at support and then squared off at that resistance so you could always do that rather than being you know extremely firm on one side so that's what i prefer to do and that's what i recommend you do if you have that uh, experience and if you're willing to get into that and you know uh, that is required when you're day trading it's not easy as people say but you need to have that sort of conviction that hey you know the prices might move in this direction only because of the support because of this resistance and that's just how this game is played uh, and the beauty about it is that if you feel that there is no move if you feel that there is no trade no viable no feasible trade for you you can always choose not to trade right uh, as they say in poker you can either call you can either raise you can either bet or you can um, you know fold so 
for all you know i might choose to fold tomorrow or or i might choose to uh, call or i might choose to bet it really depends uh, one thing is for sure i won't go all in because that sounds like an extremely stupid idea uh, at least in the markets in the in the current scenario so uh, yeah i mean that's pretty much uh, all for this episode and i know i've said the word pretty much all pretty much it a lot in this episode but i really can't help it i'm trying to you know pace things up a bit and uh, today you will not be getting any q and a in fact we've switched things up a bit we realized that uh, 50 minutes one hour was getting a bit too much so uh, both episodes combined so we're going to be pushing the q and a on non trading days and uh, it still does not really change things because we we'll still be talking about insightful shit it's just that you know uh, it's it'll be more consumable for you guys hopefully uh, because you know we understand that it's not possible to set aside a lot of time for these things especially if you've got a busy set, a busy schedule so yeah that's pretty much it and yes i said that again and happy uh, weekly expiry trading for you guys